Ah, yes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for your Friday morning. It is the 28th of April, 2023, and we're broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Queensland, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 is our open line number. You can always send a text as well. 0457 736 736. All before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast through 1170 AM in Sydney. Um, and for our listeners uh, through Queensland, it'll be Patton Hills after 6 AM for you. A heap to get through over the course of the next hour as well. Last night's emphatic win by the Cronulla Sharks. We'll get onto that in just a second. And where on earth are the poor Cowboys at? We'll talk about that. Uh, lots of other sport going on. Stuart Broad has come out and said the last Ashes series did not count. The result did not count. We'll have a quick chat about that as well. Charlie Goodsir will join me to preview the rest of round nine of the National Rugby League in about 15 minutes. And John Gallo in about half an hour after a remarkable remarkable result with Man City 4 over Arsenal 1. Now only two points behind uh, Arsenal with two games in hand in the English Premier League will join me as well in about half an hour to talk EPL. But most importantly, want to hear from you. one 1170 our open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yes, uh, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream today. Let's start where we uh, left off last night. The Cronulla Sharks, way too good for the North Queensland Cowboys. Cronulla 44 over the North Queensland Cowboys 6. Before we have a chat about the game, if you did miss it, this is how it played out last night on SEN. Yeah, they have this slingshot formation. Kennedy might be a clue. They go to Nico Hines. Gets on the outside. Talakai! Oh, big Siffer Talakai. It was three on three. Hines created all the damage. And then Siffer Talakai barges over. Brutal start to Sharks. Sharky's four kick to come. Cowboys nil. Two minutes gone. Here they come, knocking on the door again. It comes to Hines from Braley. He just gets the pass back away. Hamlin Ueli ran straight over the top of Valentine. 12 metres out, right-hand side, Nakora puts a little rubber and kick through. Ricochets and Ramian. Jesse Ramian gets the touch, scores a try. 12 points to nil, the Sharkies leading the Cowboys and a kick to come. They are dominant. Nico's sending him to the right. I think they're going to want to have another shot back to the left. We'll see how this plays out. Moylan first receiver, Hines out the back. Hines to the line, finds Kennedy, tips it on to Katoa. Katoa versus Deenan. Deenan got pushed away. Katoa got rid of home. And Katoa sails behind the post. 18 points to nil. About to be 20 points to nil. There's a party in the Shire. And there's still 52 minutes left of the party. 45 metres out. Right-hand side, Cotter. Away now to Townsend. Townsend to Dearden. And Dearden again goes through. Tommy Dearden links up now to Kyle Felt. Palmed away from Ronaldo Militalo. Oh, he pushed him out to Woolaware. He scores a try. <laughs> Kyle Felt. And didn't they need that? But again, it was young Dearden who carved them up. Moylan, Talakai. Here's Militalo versus Townsend. Oh. That's not a fair match. That's not a fair match for Militalo versus Townsend. Sharky scored the try. 
24 points to six with a kick to come. Plays the ball back away. Braley sort of looking left and right. Where's the opportunity? He goes to Hines. Hines to the line. He fires out the Talakai. Oh, Talakai does it again to Mulatalo. Who's got two? They go to 30 with a kick to come. The Sharkies, they're in all sorts. And I agree, Noddy. Put a ribbon around the Cowboys. Their season is done. Wants to run it. Puts a chipping kick up. Militalo, was he taken out? Oh, no! Oh, he's dropped the ball. Drink water. And not only has he handed Nico Hines a try, he's just about handled him the Paul Green medal. He scores the try. He drops a sitter. And they score another. Sharkies 36. Cowboys 6. But the Sharkies are just circling the prey that are the Cowboys. Comes to Moylan. Moylan goes There's away. The There's Wilton. The Wilton Cowboys are dealt with Wilton. And they score a try. And now they're in the 40s, the Sharkies. Oh, they're cruising by the Cowboys. They are plucked. They are done. The Cowboys are finished, I think, in 2023. I know it's early, boys, but they are cooked. Well, that's it. The punishment is over and they can't get out of here quick enough, the Cowboys. Dominant, dominant victory. Nico Hines picks up 20 points. 44 points to six. Yeah, 44 points to six. The Cronulla Sharks over the North Queensland Cowboys. Joel Kane and the team with the call last night. Uh, we'll get on to the Cowboys in just a second, but let's go with the positive first. Cronulla Sharks, very good at home once again. We saw them a couple of weeks ago against the Roosters. Different type of match, a lot closer to that match, but still... Able to get a victory. And then last night, really one-way traffic try in the opening couple of minutes. And despite a Cowboys late uh, try in that first half, they didn't really ever look to be in the match. Nico Hines claiming the first ever Paul Green medal, which is great to see. And he's playing some good footy. I know we spoke about it last week. And I know the calls are growing louder about who's going to be 5'8 for that New South Wales State of Origin team. Uh, we'll have to wait and see about that. But irrespective of that, he's just playing some great footy. Um, and I think the Sharks are flying a little under the radar. I got a text uh, this time last week from a listener saying, who is the team flying under the radar? Well, I think the Sharks, well, after last night, might not be totally under the radar, but I think they have been a little under the radar. Their start of the season was a little shaky, but as soon as Nico Hines returned, outside of that Warriors game where the Warriors came back, that tremendous comeback, what, about three or four weeks ago, the Sharks have looked very good. Who is the team flying under the radar at the moment? Is it the Sharks? Is it someone else? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 or 0457 736 736. The Sharks, very, very good last night. Uh, now, if you look ahead to their game next weekend at Magic Ground, that'll be the 5.30pm Saturday game. Obviously, it's Suncorp uh, with Cronulla taking on the Dolphins. That'll be an interesting match for the 5.30 game next Saturday up at Brisbane at Magic Round. Now, you heard Joel Kane saying that the Cowboys are gone. Brett Kamali also said this during the course of the game. The Cowboys' season's gone. Yep. Totally agree. They're not, they're not, they don't look fit enough. They don't look hungry enough. The discipline's poor. Yep. They're, they're, whether they overachieved last year, but they, they can't get momentum. They pre-line pass quite a lot. Whatever their strengths were last year, got, you can't, they can't Great find kick. it. No. Great kick. Well, do you agree with Brett Kamali? Do you agree with Joel Kane? Are the Cowboys' season is the Cowboys' season done? I think they have massive issues. I was prepared to give them the benefit of the doubt, having only won three games heading into the game last night to see how they performed against a premiership contender in the Cronulla Sharks, but that was nowhere near good enough. And outside, and I know Vossi put a tweet about this uh, last night, 
that I saw early hours of this morning. Outside of that first 20 minutes against Canberra at the start of the season, their attack seems rudderless. If you cast your mind back to two months ago to that first round match, I think it was the 5.30 Saturday game, Cowboys were leading 18-0, and it looked like they picked up uh, from where they left off at the end of season 2022. But outside of that first 20 minutes, then the Raiders came back in that match. Cowboys ended up winning, but just off a Chad Townsend field goal. But outside of that match, they've been pretty poor. Yes, they've won a few games, but have only won three of nine. Um, and that performance last night would be very, very worrying for Todd Payton and the Cowboys coaching staff. And it's not like, and I know there are a few differences in the players, but it's not like the side has changed that much from the side that did so well last year, that surprised everyone last year. Really worrying signs for the North Queensland Cowboys. Are you prepared to write them off as Joel Kane and Brett Kamali have done? Do you put a pen through the Cowboys and their finals hopes for season 2023? Only won three games, sitting on six points at the moment. Haven't had the buy or any buys yet, but still, that's not a great record, and they looked poor last night. What do you reckon? Are the Cowboys done for 2023? 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line on 1300 01 1170. Are the Cowboys done in season 2023? And are the Sharks the team flying under the radar at the moment? After nine weeks, they're playing some good footy and they're warming into the season very nicely. Your thoughts on all of that? one 1170 or 0457 736 736. Just on the Cowboys as well. Uh, their magic round game next week will be against the Roosters. It'll be the four o'clock game on Sunday afternoon. So life not really getting any easier for the Cowboys having to come up against the Roosters next weekend at magic round, albeit... It will be in Queensland at Suncorp Stadium. What do you reckon? Your thoughts on last night? Are the Sharks flying under the radar? In my mind, they're a premiership contender. However Nico Hines is on the field, they are a definite premiership contender. And the Cowboys, have you put a line through them for season 2023 in terms of their finals hopes? Also, your predictions for the weekend. We're going to hear from Charlie Goodsir in a second after the next break. Predictions for the weekend. What do you think we're going to see in any sport? What's going to be the headline come Monday morning? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is our open line number. And just away from Rugby League as well, just for a second, uh, Stuart Broad uh, says Australia's 4-0 series win over England in 21-22 does not count as a real Ashes victory, arguing COVID-19 restrictions made it void. Uh, So we know Stuart Broad will enter this year's Ashes as one of England's key weapons. and seven weeks out from the first test at Edgebaston, the England veteran has fired the first shot across Australia's bow with his bizarre claim. In a lengthy interview, he also predicted Australia will not know how to react to England's up-tempo style and that the visitors' batters could struggle. Um, he said nothing was harsher than last year's Ashes series. But in my mind, I don't clash, class that as a real Ashes. The definition of Ashes cricket is elite sport with lots of passion and players at the top of their game. Nothing about that series was high-level performance because of the COVID restrictions. The training facilities, the travel not being able to socialise, I've written it off as a void series. Interesting comments from Stuart Broad. still think it counts as a series, but what do you make of that? 
uh, already starting to get excited for the Ashes, which you will hear on SEN uh, seven weeks away from that first Ashes test. So plenty to talk about on this Friday morning, 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Are the Sharks flying under the radar? But do you have them as your, as a premiership contender? Uh, absolutely I do. The Cowboys, have you put a line through them after last night for their finals hopes in season 2023? Your predictions for the weekend, what's going to be the headline come Monday morning? And Stuart Broad, the Ashes did not count. Really? What do you reckon, the last one, because of COVID restrictions? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. To your texts and Charlie Goodsir will join me in the studio next. It is bang on 13 past five. We will talk to John Gallo shortly about the EPL, but there are three games on right now. Uh, 32 minutes gone, Southampton and Bournemouth nil all. Uh, 31 minutes gone, Newcastle won. They lead Everton nil. And two minutes gone between Tottenham and Man United, nil all there. As I say, we'll chat to John Gallo shortly about all things English Premier League. Sharks, where do you put them after that performance? Not just last night, but over the last few weeks. Are they flying under the radar a bit? In my mind, they're a premiership contender. The Cowboys, Brett Kamali, Joel Kane both think their season is done. What about you? Is their season done? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your predictions, what's going to be the headline in sport over the next 72 hours over the weekend of sport? And Stuart Broad says the last Ashes result did not count due to COVID restrictions. What do you make of that comment? Interesting one. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Yes, Friday morning already, Tradies News in a nutshell and being a Friday. Charlie, good sir, is here. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? Very well. It feels like, of course, we had one game done and dusted last night. Only a day's break from the Tuesday game to last night's game. How, great. How good. Just have games on every single day, just like the NBA. Uh, just, you know, multiple games on every day. Would you still be in a relationship if there was no, sport on? No, def- exactly. de- definitely not. Uh, so let's get into round nine, the rest of round nine of the NRL. Tonight, 6pm, uh, the Parramatta Eels taking on the Newcastle Knights. Parramatta, I didn't think they were that good up in Darwin against Brisbane. They were never really in the game. And Newcastle, disappointing loss to the Cowboys, but it was close. Caelan Ponga returns. This will be an interesting one. Combank Stadium, 6pm tonight. We don't have a good record, and by we, I say the Newcastle Knights, don't have a strong record against the Eels as of late, but I'm I'm confident. I think we should have won that game up in Townsville. I'm mm. really disappointed that we didn't, but the signs are good that mm. we're competitive. We're not going to fall away. Last few times we played the Eels, we've been pumped. Mm. So, again, I'm going to go back to what I said last week before the game against the Cowboys, is that if we're really turning the corner as a team, this is a game we need to win. Eels aren't going that great. They were really bad in Darwin, I thought. I, I think they should have had way more scrutiny than they Did, they got. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm confident in Newcastle. I, I, I think we can – I don't want to call an upset because I don't think we're going to upset – it's not an upset to me. I think we're, we're the better team at the moment. We should win this game. I think this is, could well be a make-or-break game for the Eels. Mm. If they can beat the Knights, which – you would well, definitely going into the season, you would have said 100%, well, not 100%, but 99% likely they'll beat the Knights. Now, on paper, I think the Knights have been playing better football and the Eels are at home. 50-50 game, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to the Eels, but if they are to lose, 
almost, almost time mm, to write almost. them off. Yeah. Uh, so Eels for me, but I don't know. Very 50-50. Now, this other game tonight, Broncos up against South Sydney, 8 p.m. kickoff up at Suncorp Stadium. A bit disappointing that we've got a, well, Brisbane have a couple of players out, so they won't be totally full strength. Up against the South side that have been very impressive over the past few weeks at Suncorp Stadium should be a good one. Yeah, I'm going to go South Sydney. Uh, I think they're on a roll at the moment. I think there's a real confidence in the team. I think this Jack White news is massive for them. I think it'll just boost their confidence even more. There, I, I, I think there's you can lay claim to the fact that they might be the the biggest club in the NRL right now mm. in terms of relevance, in terms of players, in terms of what their ceiling could be. I think they're the biggest club in the competition right now, and I think they win this game. I, I think Jason Demetro understands. What he's got in front of him, the group he has, they play for one another. Yeah, I, I can't see anything but the South Sydney victory. And those massive outs as well mm. for the Broncos can't be understated. Yeah, I'm going to tip South as well. Look, I think the Broncos have been playing exciting football, entertaining footy, but I think with a couple of players missing, I know it's at home, more play, more fans there obviously supporting the Broncos and South Sydney, but no, I think South Sydney on the form they've shown over the past few taking on the Dolphins, uh, this one out in Wagga. This is an interesting one, Canberra. We know they've been a bit hit and miss this year. The Dolphins, what about that stunning comeback against the Titans from 26-0 down on Sunday? We know about the Jack Wider news. It's not in Canberra, uh, which sort of takes that home ground advantage away from the Raiders, although they will have more fans there anyway. But I think on the back of what the Dolphins did last week, I think they back it up and beat Canberra uh, on uh, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, for many people, this was going to be the Jack White and Cup. Yes. But, of course, we now know the news that he's not going to the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think the Dolphins in this game. I don't think it can be understated how much of a loss Jack White is. I know he hasn't left yet. He's got the year to play out. Mm. But the way that Ricky Stewart has come out, mm. um, just the, the whole narrative around the club, uh, it's not a good look. I think this could be the beginning of a massive slide for the Raiders. And I'm a big fan of the Raiders. You know this. Yes. I, I, I often say... Um, you know, they overachieve uh, for what they have. I don't think people give them respect they deserve. I think this is where it, it, it goes wrong in 2023. Now, just let's rewind about six or seven months ago. They did well in the final series hmm. last year. Well, they did better than most people expected. Where did you tip? Now, I'll, I'll let you off because you didn't say it at the start of this season. Hmm. But in September last year, where did you tip the Raiders to finish this season? I, I, I said... A, I, 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 I think I, you I said preliminary final. I said, yeah, probably prelim <laughs> final. I, I was confident they'd make a prelim final mm. uh, last season. Mm. They got bundled out by 40-odd points in the in the semi against mm. the Eels. I I thought they'd make the top eight this season. Mm. I, I Maybe I thought they'd catch fire and, and make the prelim final, but they are uh, miles away from that at the moment. That might be good, though, if you're saying they're not and your predictions have been uh, a very hit and miss of about various things in Mostly miss. Mostly miss. Let's be honest. Uh, look, I think the Dolphins win uh, this game as well. Now, 5.30 tomorrow night at Manly. Manly Seagulls taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Manly just getting up over the Tigers last weekend. The Titans, they're such a weird football team because that you cast your mind back two weeks ago. First half against Brisbane, very good. First half against the Dolphins, it's brilliant. And then they lose to the Dolphins, conceding, what, 28-odd points. They concede 43 points against the Broncos in their whole game uh, two weeks ago. I know there's doubts around Tom Travojevic, but I think they win anyway, Manly. Yeah, I, the Titans are a hard team to get a read on because mm. uh, you're right. It's either Diamonds or Rocks. Yes. Uh, there's no in between. Nope. I think the Titans will win this game. 
And Wally, I, I, yeah. Yeah, Wally was on breakfast yesterday and said mm. that the Titans, despite a really bad record in Sydney, have a good record at Brookvale Oval. Yeah, which, which is surprising to me. I, I just think that the Titans are... Um, I don't know. I think I think I think they're going to come good. I I think from what we saw last season, I think the pressure on Justin Holbrook this year isn't as warranted. Mm. I, I do agree. It's a shame that they, they're these big lapses, but I think from what we saw last year, where for a large chunk of it, they're on the bottom of the ladder and they're uncompetitive, and they got good towards the back end of last season. So I'm I'm going to tip them the beat Manly, who showed a lot of cracks last mm. week. I mean, the Tigers played well. Don't take that away from them, but. Uh, yeah, there were some worrying signs. I think the, Turbo hasn't been 100% fit at all this no. season. And I think that when he's had chances to break away and sprint for the try line, he's been going at like 60% and being mm. caught by you know second rowers. Mm. So th- there's something they're not telling us manly. Um, so I'm more confident in the Titans putting together an enemy performance than I am manly. All right. Uh, you're going Titans. I'll go manly, but I agree. Last week, uh, we're worrying signs for the manly Seagulls. Now, 7.35 tomorrow night at Bathurst. The Penrith Panthers taking on the West Tigers. Look, the Tigers were pretty good last week. Uh, the problem, and I mentioned it on Monday, was just their last 15 minutes when they needed their halves to take control of the game. They were nowhere to be seen, and Daly Cherry Evans basically set up the win for Manly. So you could see the different comparisons in uh, the way those halves are playing at the moment. The Panthers, uh, they've been less than, oh, I won't say less than impressive, but they, they haven't been as good as we have seen over the past few years, but they're still sitting third. They're still winning games, and they're very hard to beat. This would be uh, this would be a miracle and a major shock. It would be almost the upset of the Millennium probably if the Tigers beat Penrith on Saturday night. Yeah, upset of the Millennium. I, I think it's good. I, I think if the Tigers win, this will be put in those listicles you see of the biggest upsets in sports history. Yes. Um. So that's why I'm not going to go for it. I, I, I think Penrith <laughs> are going to win. Although I'm not. I'm not going to say it's going to be a thirty plus. Or I don't multiple. think it will be either. <clears throat> I think it'll be within one to ten points. Yeah. I, I really do. I think the, the Tigers showed a lot. I really like uh, Bueller as mm. the as the fullback. I think he's excellent. Mm. I think he's a great find. Charlie Staines is a big out with yeah. a perforated bow, yeah. and that that's a real kick in the guts. Very good. I I think they showed enough. I just think Penrith on their worst are still 99 times out of 100 going to beat the Tigers at their best. And I think there are, like you just said, I think there are good signs for the Tigers, but, and, but they need to put it together. And I don't think they will do that against Penrith. I think they might next week, though, but we'll talk about that uh, next week on uh, Magic Round. But, yeah, I'm tipping Penrith, too. And the two games on Sunday are two intriguing ones. Uh, Two o'clock, Warriors up against the Roosters over at Mount Smart Stadium. Now, this is a very quick turnaround for the Roosters, as it is the Warriors as well. They played on Tuesday night. But uh, I don't know. Very hard one to tip. The Roosters, again, I'm still not entirely sure where they're at, although they did get the win on Anzac Day. And the Warriors, they were good but couldn't get over the line over the Melbourne Storm. They've got a couple of players out. I'm leaning towards the Roosters, but at home, the Warriors have been pretty good too. 50-50 match. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Roosters as well, purely because they don't have as many big outs as the Warriors. And I think just on paper... You can't, you can't go past them. But it'll, it'll be a close game. And I heard um, 
Vossie on Thursday on uh, Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, uh, beginning at 6 a.m. if you want to have a listen. Yes, very um, uh, He said that he thinks Luke Keery is going to kick another field goal to win. Mm. And I don't know if Luke Keery is going to be the one, but I do think it's going to be a field goal or a penalty goal. It will be one or two points. That, that's my gut feel. It was kind of interesting, that field goal he kicked on Tuesday as well. It wasn't. It, they didn't set up that set for it to end up at a field goal. It sort of just happened like that. I thought Keery, at, in attack, maybe not so much in defence, but attack, had one of his better games, which is good to see from a Roosters point of view. I think they beat the Warriors, but again, 50-50. And this final game uh, down at Wynn Stadium between the Dragons and the Bulldogs, another quick turnaround for the Dragons, who I thought maybe take away from that Dolphins performance a few weeks ago, I thought they probably played their best game of the year, especially in that second half against the Roosters on Tuesday. And I think at Wynn Stadium against a Bulldog side that is struggling with injuries, I think the Dragons should win. Yeah, the Dragons are are really impressive. And and it's a shame they've got all this cloud around, around their coach and, you know, some controversy about their players and not performing or what what have you. I think they were the better team for a lot of the game on Anzac Day. I mm. think that, that try-scoring blitz they had to start the second half was terrific. Mm. I think Tyrell Sloan has just grown in confidence. And I think <clears throat> he's becoming that player that everyone thought he was going to be. Yep, exactly. Uh, and because it's at Wollongong, one of the most scenic stadiums, mm. I think, in, in New South Wales, maybe the country, uh, Wynn Stadium. I just think, yeah, uh, injury-ravaged Bulldogs who have dumped Kyle Flanagan. Yeah. So with all the injuries that they have, they've made that choice. So interesting to see how that affects the Bulldogs. I, I think it's pretty easy. I think the Dragons will win. Didn't mention Kyle Flanagan on the show yesterday, but it will be interesting to see. I saw uh, on Wednesday night a bit of talk about maybe him uh, heading to Manly to reunite with his dad, Shane Flanagan. Daily Cher Evans said he'd like to see him at the club. It's interesting. I, I think Flanagan is a good player. But he he probably needs to be maybe, and this is nothing against the Bulldogs, who are, are building and they are getting a mm. lot of good players in, but maybe needs to be in a better system. I don't know yep. what happens yeah. there. Charlie, good stuff. Uh, we will chat next Thursday because I'm off Friday. I'm heading up to Magic Ground, but we will do a preview on Thursday because there will be a lot to talk about. It's too easy. Thank you. Charlie, good sir, here on Tradies News in a nutshell with our NRL preview. Yeah, thoughts on all of that, 0457 736 736 or open line number is 1300 01 1170 530. A couple of texts before a break. Uh, this one, Cowboys will battle Tigers for the spoon. Um, well, I don't know, but they haven't been playing good footy, have they? So potentially uh, they need to get better. I think, look, Joel Kane and Brett Kamali said in commentary last night that their season is done. Only three wins out of nine games. They haven't looked very impressive. I can't see them turning things around. I think their season is probably done as well. Uh, thank you for that, text. Um, and a couple of texts about if I could ask uh, Charlie Goodsir, who was just in the studio with me, uh, his thoughts on last night's hip drop. Unfortunately, just ran out of time, but I did just ask him off air. He said he was not a fan of it. So there you go. That is a good text there uh, from a couple of our wonderful listeners wanting to know Charlie's thoughts on that. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170. On the other side of this, we'll talk EPL uh, with John Gallo. It is 28 and a half to 6. Talk football in just a second uh, with John Gallo. Just a couple more texts. This from John, uh, not that John, but a different John. Uh, he says, Dan, the Cowboys have been in a slump ever since Todd Payton made that horrendously long and boring speech at the Deli M's uh, for coach of the year. Uh, well, that is one theory, John. That's not a bad theory. Uh, thank you, John. And this on Stuart Broad's comment, this from Magpie Swanee. He came out in the last 24 hours or so saying that 
The last Ashes result, which Australia won 4 0 in 21 22, did not count, doesn't count as a real Ashes victory, arguing COVID 19 restrictions made it void. Uh, now, Magpie Swanee says Stuart Broad in line for this week's A grade award. What a flog. Uh, Winging Pom does not like the results and wants to change history. Magpie Swanee. Just getting everyone a little geared up for the Ashes series, kicking off in about seven weeks. You will hear that here on SEN as well. 0457 736 736, our text number. Call the open line anytime. 1300 0111 70. The Sharks 44 over the Cowboys 6. Where do you put the Sharks at the moment? Uh, they're flying under the radar a bit. They've got the Dolphins next week, Magic Round 530. Uh, but uh, they're looking good. They're looking good. I definitely have them as a premiership contender. But on the flip side, have you put a line through the Cowboys? Are they done in terms of finals for 2023? They've got the Roosters next Sunday afternoon as part of Magic Round. Uh, so it doesn't really get any easier for them. Uh, predictions for the weekend. What are you most looking forward to? And also, uh, Stuart Broad, that comment, as I just said, saying that last uh, Ashes series does not count as a real result. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And on the line, as always, to talk football is John at Gallo. Good morning to you, John. Good morning to you, Dan. Uh, yes, we've uh, just been consoling a lot of Arsenal fans in the last 24 <laughs> hours and hugging them and uh, wishing them all the best as they go on a, a steep decline from here on in, Dan. It's, it's like being in a relationship. You know, the beginning is fantastic <laughs> and then the end just goes into a real deep decline and reality sets in. I think that's where Arsenal fans are now at. Dan. Speaking from personal experience, John? Yes, perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, uh, previous relationships, no of Previous relationships, of yeah. course. Not your current. Previous relationships, yeah. absolutely. Uh, now, absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll get your take on how your preparation for Magic Round is going in a second, but let's get on to the serious sport first. Man City 4, Arsenal 1. Uh, I know you just made light of it then, but seriously, what has happened to Arsenal over the past few weeks? So we even saw what last Saturday morning our time where, and I know we just uh, discussed it the other day, but... At 3-1, well, was it 3-0 they were down or 3-1 they were down against Southampton? They managed to get it back to 3 all, but they were no match for Man City uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was an absolutely fantastic game of football for Man City. You know, it was, uh, to be honest, some stages of, the, of that first half, it looked like it was men against boys, really. I mean, Man City should have probably been up about 3 or 4 nil, in all honesty at half-time. Instead of just being one nil up, uh, there's some you know massive opportunities there. Man City had to put them away early. Arsenal, and in the end, they continued to do it in the second half. With uh, Arsenal's pretty much really lackluster defending, um, very lack of intensity, I have to say, from Arsenal throughout the uh, certainly throughout the first 45 minutes, um, and then the second half it only got from bad to worse for Arsenal. With Man City putting another three goals past them and uh, making it 4-1 in the end. I think just the fact that Haaland, De Bruyne. Pretty much those two players alone from City just ran the show from start to finish. De Bruyne grabbed two goals. Haaland grabbed the fourth goal to wrap it all up. Uh, he was an absolute menace all night, particularly for, for Rob Holding, the centre-back for, for Arsenal, who just couldn't contain Haaland at all and couldn't contain City's uh, you know, wave and wave of attack. It was a, a really men-against-boys stuff, as I said, and uh, I think City laid down the real authority on what it means to be uh, champions of, of England. They were relentless throughout the whole season. They've been on Arsenal's heels the whole way through. And I think now the the train is coming and creeping up more and more in Arsenal. And I know Arsenal are currently two points ahead with two games in, in, in hand, but 
at the moment, City, the way they are at the moment, they're an absolute fire and I can't see anyone stopping them or slowing them down anytime soon. So a big loss for Arsenal fans. Um, but I think at the moment, City have just showed their dominance and showed why, you know, they've won, what, six or uh, well, five out of six uh, Premier League titles in, in recent years. And especially with those two games at hand for Man City as well, it's very hard to see how Arsenal hold on. I mean, miracles and things do happen, but I I just can't see. And I don't know how they turn around that form. Uh, we'll get on to this weekend's games in just a second. But, yeah, I, it's, it must be disappointing if you're an Arsenal fan for a season. And I know they're still on top, as you said, but... I just can't see them holding on. The way Man City have been playing and the way Arsenal have been playing, I'd be very surprised. We'll get on to this weekend's games in a second. Look, there's been a stack over this week. We'd need about two hours to go through all of them. But we do have three games on at the moment as well. Uh, Half time between Southampton and Bournemouth, nil all there. Newcastle lead Everton 1-0, also half time there. And 26 minutes gone between Man United and Tottenham. Man United 1, Tottenham nil. So Tottenham's horror week early stages, of course, of the match. It uh, looks like it may continue against Man United. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a big game in the context of things because obviously for Spurs, they want to keep in touch with, with the four and obviously the six to try and get a, at least a Europa League position uh, for next season. And Man United want to hold on to the four to try and get a Champions League position for next season. So a lot at stake at the moment for both these teams. Um, and both have been probably a little bit underperforming for their standards. Uh, particularly Tottenham, as you mentioned, have had a, a horrid season, obviously Conte leaving and all the uh, hoo-ha around that in the background with Daniel Levy and, and the Spurs board. And obviously Harry Kane's position still up in the air about whether he'll stay or where he'll go. Um, but yeah, I mean, for Man United, this is a huge game for them. And I think at the moment they're really laying down the authority in that first half. So I think they'll uh, get on with the result by all means. But I'm watching Southampton and Bournemouth down. I'm mm. loving the uh, relegation battle taking place there down the bottom of the, of the Premier League ladder. A lot at stake, both these teams. And uh, if uh, if it was to be a loss here either way, I think it would uh, end one of their seasons. So particularly for Southampton, they have to win this game, really. All right, we'll see what happens. Let's whip through the games that are coming up this weekend. Another full round. It just doesn't stop at the moment in the English Premier League. Tomorrow, 9.30, Crystal Palace against West Ham. West Ham scored the first goal against Liverpool yesterday, but went down 2-1 eventually. Yeah, I'm going to go with, with Palace. I know they suffered their first loss on the weekend, uh, but I'm going to go with them. They've had three wins and a draw out of the last five games. I just think they've been more consistent overall. And, uh, you know, old boy Roy has got them firing ahead. So um, I think they'll uh, they'll get the result. He won nil to, to Crystal Palace. Brighton were surprised losers yesterday to Nottingham Forest, but uh, they will play Wolves at midnight tomorrow night. Yeah, you've got to back Brighton. I just, I just think the fact they'll uh, respond now after that, that shock loss to Forest. They're at home as well, so they get the crowd behind them. I think uh, two or three nil to Brighton. There's a text in about you in a second. I'll get to that. Brentford, Nottingham Forest, also midnight tomorrow night, as in Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yeah, you got to go Brentford. I know Forest had a good win, but I think there's still overall there's still some problems there. Brentford have been in good form. Thomas Frank has really put the the labour down on them. I think they had a good result against Chelsea on the weekend as well. So I'm going to back Brentford. Stack of games on Sunday night and the early hours of Monday morning. Man United, who I say are in action right now, they will take on Aston Villa at Old Trafford. Well, this is a big game because you know, no one's turned around the season more than uh, you know Emery has for Aston Villa. I read a stat the other day that uh, when you know Emery took over at Villa, they were 15th, uh, and now they're, they're really high up on the ladder. They're fifth, mm. so he's taken them up 10 spots in the Premier League ladder, which is unbelievable form from you know Emery. 
I'm actually going to back Villa for this. I think Villa's form and the way they're playing at the moment, there's a real togetherness about them. I think Villa might get all three points, 1-0. Uh, now, Fulham will take on Man City. This would be, uh, I wouldn't say, well, no, it would probably is a kind of a danger game coming off the high of Man City winning against Arsenal yesterday morning, but you'd still think they'd be able to beat Fulham. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're expecting Man City to, to get on with it now after the, the big win against Arsenal, but you do see sometimes these little slips, and, and as Pep Guardiola alluded to in the uh, post-game press conference, you're still playing a lot of teams who are still fighting around relegation or fighting for a top six spot. So they've got a lot on the line themselves. And that can uh, sometimes be the case when you're slipping up against a side low down the ladder because they're, they're also playing for a lot as well. Not to say Fulham are fighting for relegation, but they're trying to keep in the top half of the Premier League ladder. So it could be a danger game, but I think I think City are too good. 2-3-0. Uh, one of the teams uh, you said you're watching at the moment, that Bournemouth, they will take on Leeds United Sunday night at 11pm. This is another interesting game. Yeah, big game again in the relegation scheme of things, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Bournemouth here. I think Leeds are just struggling at the moment. I really feel for Leeds. I think they could be uh, in a real relegation dogfight come end of season, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to back Bournemouth here. One, one or two nil. At Newcastle, playing Southampton again. Surprise, surprise. 11 p.m. Sunday night. <laughs> Everything's 11 p.m. Sunday yes. night. And, Exciting um, time. I'm, the... I'm going to. Mm. Yes, absolutely. But I'm going to back Newcastle. I think you can't go past Newcastle here. I think Southampton's season, you know, pending what happens in this morning's game, but I think Southampton's all, all season pretty much gone now. I'm going to back the uh, the Geordies to get the job done. Another important game, early hours of Monday morning, one thirty. Liverpool will host Tottenham. Yeah, six versus seven to be six spots for grabs. Big one for, for Tottenham. And to try and salvage something from their season if they can. It depends what happens with the Man United result this morning, if they're going to come off a loss or whether they'll be able to scrape together a win, which will have a big impact in this game going into Liverpool with the confidence and the morale. But I think Liverpool will be slightly too good. But, yeah, I think, I think, I think it could be a draw, actually, to come to think about it. I think it might be a draw. No. Uh, now, there are two other games uh, in this next round, if you want to call it that, of the EPL. But we'll talk before that. We'll actually be on air Tuesday morning when Leicester City play Everton. So we'll get your thoughts on that. And we'll also get your thoughts on Arsenal-Chelsea, which is next Wednesday, like this coming Wednesday at 5am. And then we're going to talk on Thursday as well, uh, because not on air on Friday next week. We'll explain why in just a second. But there's a few games on Thursday, Friday. It just never stops. Uh, so we'll get your thoughts on all of that in a second. However, uh, your first Magic Round, there's a text about Magic Round, are directed at you on the text line. But your preparation now, only a week away from your first Magic Round. Are you getting excited, getting ready? I am, Dan. I've, I've, I've told you that the top hats are, are getting made and, and they're mm. getting established as we speak. So we've been, uh, you know, feverishly getting that sorted. Mm. Um, and, yeah, in the meantime, I've been, you know, trying to pack my bag as well and see what things I should I should take. Can, can someone text in any, any recommendations uh, from a person travelling interstate to Magic Round? What are some things I should pack? In my bag, obviously uh, clothes. Well, that, would obviously start, yeah. that, 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 would, that would be yeah, a good start. That would be a good start. But what other things should I? What should I take? I, any any uh, read, reading, reading material? Any any match day programs? Any any hints of what I should take would be would be fantastic. Well, I'll, you know? I'll give you I'll give you one tip. I was told to buy yeah. some uh, chips yesterday or some snacks uh, to bring into the ground. Yeah. Okay, so that's... I was to, I was told sunscreen, fifty plus sunscreen uh, would help, but I don't think. That would be a case in wintertime. It should be okay. Uh, no, no, it will be very warm. If it's sunny in Queensland, it'll be very uh, warm. So probably, well, yeah, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I'll, I'll take some sunscreen or buy some. Uh, here is a text, though. Yeah. Uh, so we're heading up uh, together to Magic Round. Um, 
this text, and I don't really know what it means, but I'll just read it out. Dan, don't yeah. let John sleep on the top bunk at Magic Round. You'll end up wet. Now, I don't know what the last part of that text is that all supposed to mean, uh, and we're probably just going to leave it there. But anyway, good advice, don't you think? <laughs> Well, I think it's good advice. I think it's good advice. I yeah. think, yeah, don't, don't sleep anything on top bunk. I'm not a top bunk person anyway, so uh, uh, I'll, I'll be avoiding the top bunk. I'll uh, be sleeping uh, on the floor rather than top bunk, I think. I can assure, the, the, couch. I can assure <laughs> the listener that there'll be no bunk beds at all uh, where we are no. staying. Um, John, great, um, yeah. gr- great stuff. Continue uh, your excitement. Get packing. I've started packing uh, for the trip, so I expect you to be doing the same. And we Well, well Yes, As a Bulldogs fan, Dan, I've, uh, I've been packing since <laughs> round one, mate, so um, that, that, hasn't, that hasn't been a problem. For and me. bad news around the Bulldogs as well. Really, my kick out, out until round 22. Josh Adokar not back for a little while as well, so that would just perk up your Friday morning, John, I thought. Uh, all right, we will chat uh, next week, Tuesday and also Thursday. Uh, lots of EPL action. Uh, get packing. We'll speak on Tuesday. Cheers, mate. We'll talk soon. Sean Gallo talking all things football and a few other things as well. We'll finish off with some of your texts in just a second. It is 11 minutes to six. Breakfast not too far away. Fell this weekend kicks off tonight at 7.50. St Kilda taking on Port Adelaide. Stack of games tomorrow. Brisbane Lions will host Fremantle. Uh, Sydney Derby. Sydney Swans up against GWS Giants. That's 2.10 tomorrow at the SCG. You'd expect a big crowd there for that one. Bulldogs up against Hawthorne tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, then tomorrow night, the Melbourne Demons host North Melbourne. West Coast will take on Carlton in Perth. And then on Sunday, three games. Essendon will play Geelong. Richmond will take on the Gold Coast. And the final game of this round of the AFL will be Sunday afternoon at 4.40 with the Adelaide Crows hosting Collingwood. To your text, 0457 736 736. This is from the Kingswood Welder. Good morning, Sir Dan. Uh, the Cowboys have passed through the S-Bend hour on the way to the treatment plan. So much for the previous coach of the year. I'll be cheering on the Tigers to finish higher. Have a great weekend. The Kingswood welder. Uh, well, there's a couple of people that have said the Tigers will finish higher than the Cowboys. They haven't been playing well, that is for sure. And this one, no name on it, but Hiko, uh, Hiku Townsend felt Nanai, the entire right edge defensively, is the worst in the NRL uh, for the Cowboys. That text coming in from 259. Yeah, they've been pretty poor after what we saw of the Cowboys last year. Um, Todd Payton, coach of the year. They were very close to making that grand final. Only three wins from nine games. Pretty disappointing start to their season and a lot of people believing they are done for season 2023. Thank you for your company today and this week. Breakfast coming up. Pat and heels for our listeners throughout Queensland. For our listeners through SCN 11 70 a.m. in Sydney. Vossi and Brandy will be joined by David Riccio with all the latest NRO headlines. Simon Hill will talk all things football and some racing tips from uh, their old friend David O'Driscoll as well. I'll be back with you Monday morning from 5 a.m. Have a great weekend. News is next and then it's breakfast. I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.